The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Boston, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, filmed live at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson, and of course found in the audio realm wherever audio podcasts can be found. Uh, We're also available on the Patreon, YouTube channel memberships, and Twitch subs, and that's how you get into the Friendo Club to check out Friendo Club TV five times a week. We got bonus content, correct? correct. Uh, and you can get there five dollars a month on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Click join on the YouTube's at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, or just hit us up with a Twitch sub. And whenever we get a new bonus episode, an episode of Friendo Club TV, we shoot you an email directly. Uh, yep. We've been having a lot of fun on the Friendo Club TV lately. Uh, Thursdays, of course, pin, loser, draw. Oh, it's man, the new phenomenon, Larson. So good. So been- good. Of course, Tuesday, the award-winning Ask Steven Larson. Yeah. Just a, a wealth of content. If you're not sick of us by now, then check out Friendo Club TV. Three ways to get in. That's YouTube, a hell of a pitch, man. That's Patreon. Pitch. If you're not sick of us, have more. <laughs> So if somehow, some way, you're not over these old men just talking nothing. Uh, we do have some new patrons, though. I want to give them some shout-outs. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to go back to Friday because we might have missed some. Adam mm-hmm. Cassidy, Scotty Cura, JMC, uh, uh, Jesse Lucas, Tommy Cat, Bailey Cohen, Mark Alex Toledo, Noel Corpus, David Loudon, and Olivia Thank you very much for thank your you, thank you, thank you. support. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, I finished up. Uh, I know a lot of people have been waiting because of the whole. I'm just going to blame this on pandemic and not my own laziness. But because of pandemic, it took me a while to get to the rest of the Frendo, uh, the Frendo Market mm-hmm. shirts that we were selling at Mania. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rest of those are all packed. I'm going to take them to the, uh, to the mail drop tomorrow. Uh, but a awesome. week ago, <clears throat> check this out, man. A week ago. Uh, one of our friendos had a birthday, and uh, and one of the orders that was placed was meant to be a birthday present. And in that order, uh, the girlfriend of this person who ordered it asked for a shout-out. So this is late. Uh, this is coming to uh, Cal from Elva. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. A week ago. Uh, belated birthday happy one your present is going to be in the mail first thing one of your presents good gift quality gift there you go sorry it was apologies to to elva uh, yes. i really lagged behind i'm trying to order stuff trying to get like 
Trying to order stuff these days is a pain in the ass. Can't just order things and expect them to show up anymore. Supply chains are uh, are a little uh, very delicate days. Very delicate. Don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. Anyways, uh, so it was the go home raw for Money in the Bank, which happens this Sunday. We're going to be doing our reactions live on YouTube. The pay per view reactions are still on YouTube. Uh, So that's trying to make this as confusing as possible. Yeah, sure. Why doing. not? Anyways, if you're not tired uh, of us droning the, on, uh, then we're also going to uh, try to confuse you. Yeah, um, we had the uh, last chance gauntlet match go down, and uh, we know who the person in the Money in the Bank match is going to be, and it might very well be your winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of seems like that's going to be the case, man. Uh, so if I still have my my uh, power rankings from the SmackDown episode on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, my math was really, really solid on that. Uh, Otis was going to be my number one. That's not it. But now, clearly, dude, the pit bull himself, AJ Styles. I mean, dude, the guy dug his, dug his way out of six feet of dirt. Yeah, man. Uh, he was confirmed you dead. Six, you think five other competitors would be able to keep him back? Nah. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, Otis was number one. Uh, Daniel Bryan's in there. Alistair Black's in there. Andrade's in there. No, Andrade's not in there because he's not in the match. No, he didn't even get a chance to qualify. He wasn't even on TV tonight. Mm-hmm. Baron, he's falling off the whole building. Yeah, he is. They really sold that tonight. Yeah, yeah, they did. They totally did. Yeah, off the building. Ray was worried about himself going off the building. He said that's a risk he's willing to take. AJ's going to throw Alistair Black, I think, off the building. Well, AJ said he'd throw, uh, he named like a bunch of people yeah. off the building. But Alistair then out. responded to him directly. Yes. His direct threat, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, dude, clearly, we talked about this a bit today on News Brief. Uh, clearly, AJ Styles is now the overwhelming favorite to win this yeah. thing. Uh you know, Vince's here's the thing. There's a, a plethora of reasons why. But first of all, Vince really loves AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. And he's always kept AJ super strong. And mm-hmm. I can't think of anything stronger than uh, having AJ win money in the bank. He'd be, he's like the perfect. He's like the the prototypical money in the bank briefcase carrier. He's not uh, above uh, duplicitous means. He checks all the boxes. Yeah, he totally does. Totally does. Uh, apart from that, we got a little bit more build for the Drew-Seth match. Uh, Drew, once again, looking like a million bucks, man. I'm happy they're actually booking a champion who's actually dominant, uh, where you actually have to do a lot to defeat him. Because far too often, we get champions who, you know, hell, we saw that earlier in the show, where you have Street Profits taking a clean L, to uh, their would-be challengers. And I understand they're doing that to set up a match, but there's other ways to set up title matches without having the challengers beat the champions in a non-title bout and then losing when the belts are actually on the line. I had a lot tired of, of that trope in wrestling. Yeah, there was a lot of, uh, like, across the, the, the wrestling spectrum on my Twitter timeline anyways, a lot of people had problems with that. Um, I mean, it was a really long match. It was a really good match. Yeah, it was really good. Um, I kind of feel like that match should have been the title match 
because it was really good. Now that's going to take place. That that rematch going to take place at Money in the Bank, right? I would think so. Yes. Yeah. If it hasn't been announced yet. Then yeah. Most okay. Certainly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. What did you think of Raw in a nutshell, though? It was all right. I mean, it it was it wasn't bad. Um, I wasn't bored. But you know, it's 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 Raw is constantly plagued by the fact that it's three hours. Yeah. Right. Um, and you know, the I'm looking at the rundown here, and nothing's awful. Yeah, the the outcome of that uh that Ricochet Cedric match against uh, Thorn and Vink was shocking. Yeah, no kidding. I guess I you got to hope they get there's some story in mind for where this is all going. Um, is it gonna be a situation where MVP says, "Here, I got these guys. They're gonna be my my dudes and and Thorn and Vink, and then uh, they're gonna beat Ricochet and Cedric so much that Ricochet and Cedric are gonna go up to the MVP and it's like, "Hey, they keep beating us." Uh, help us get to be that good. He accepts them and then kicks Thorn and Vink to the curb because um, he knows that Cedric and Ricochet, like based on raw talent, uh, are way better. Yeah, here's the thing though. I think Cedric and Ricochet are just like they're going to be on main event. That's just that's just their lot. It's bizarre. It's really weird. It is really bizarre. Um, I'm happy for Shane Thorn. He's been putting, I mean, he's for years and years. Uh, so, like, he totally deserves this. Mm-hmm. Um, Vink is really young and, and a bit goofy. I but, thought he was good on the mic, though, tonight. Uh, yeah, he didn't, he didn't like, stutter. He was, he was like, WWE good. He was, like, promo he did, class he good. He seem uncomfortable. I mean, because during this first time he's spoken a word on television, as far he, as I'm aware, on U.S. television, he didn't, he seemed confident. He seemed comfortable. He did the promo class cadence. You know, mm-hmm. where you can tell that he doesn't have a lot of experience necessarily. I mean, I don't know. He might have a lot of a ton of experience, but it feels like he might be the kind of guy who they brought him in from, you know, Australia. He was hot shit there. And then, you know, you go through like PC stuff and you have to like mm-hmm. relearn everything. You have to like unlearn and then you learn. You must unlearn. Um you must unlearn what you have learned. And so he does like the standard WWE promo cadence thing. Uh, but yeah, he didn't like stumble or anything and he talked, you know, with, with enough volume so I could hear him. So that was good. Uh, but yeah, it was just, yeah, it was odd. I just, I'm, I'm, I don't, I hope, look, I hope that Ricochet and Cedric Alexander, like they didn't even let them use their tag team name. Was that like a gag? Was the tag team name a joke or something? Cause like they didn't even call him by that. I don't know. Maybe that was just something where they dubbed themselves that particular name and then WWE saw that. I was like, nah, we're not going to do that. (laughs) Mm -mm. Yeah, I don't know, man. I've sort of given up hope that they're going to get a push or do anything with them. And then if they do, great. I'll be pleasantly surprised. But after tonight, I'm no, I don't it's not going to happen. I just got to hope there's some there's some story like they're, you know, they're doing a story with uh, Apollo Crews, hopefully. He'll yeah, he wasn't maybe. on TV tonight either. I mean, they they no. mentioned him. They did mention him. They did. They had like a didn't um, they have like a video package? They had a little recap of him getting hurt and why he was out of the Money in the Bank match. Yeah, that's good. I don't know. So I hope I hope that it all uh, it, it all lands well for Ricochet and for two for two fly crew. Same. Um but until I see it, I'm not gonna get my hopes up. Uh speaking of MVP, Raw started off with MVP in his VIP lounge. And every week it's just did they do this back in the number one, did he do the VIP lounge back in the day? I didn't yeah, watch yeah. back then. Okay. Yeah. Uh did he have a a, a velvet rope that Somebody would kick over every week. Now you're asking me more stuff that happened 10 or 15 years ago. MVP detail. VIP lounge is in reverse order. 
wow. Uh, women lay the bank competitors. Men lay the bank competitors. Good. <laughs> Solo MVP. Probably. Oh, Chris man. Jericho might have been on there once. I don't know. Anyways, uh, women's money in the bank competitors, like you said, they were the guests. So it was uh, Shayna, Oscar, and Nia Jax. Um, MVP. This was great because Oscar uh, comes down. Who came out first? Was it Oscar first? Because uh, MVP started yeah. talking to her in Japanese. He was the very first IWGP Intercontinental Championship or Correct. champion. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind for Quizlemania, man. Is he? Do you think he's going to go to like uh, IWGP stuff? I don't think they do that often, but you never know. <laughs> I you guess so. Know you are the foremost authority in uh, all things New Japan. Yeah. It might just hammer that home. Oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, anyways, he starts uh, talking to Asuka in Japanese. That was pretty cute. Um, and then, uh, anyways, Naya and Shayna, they come out. Naya is the one to actually kick over the rope this time. Uh, mm-hmm. MVP calls her the most dominant force in the match. But does she have the skill set to make it through from the lobby to not just the roof, but up the ladder in the match? And Naya looks all offended. She's like... I'm dominant, I'm relentless, and that's all I need. It reminded me of the Giants promo when he was accused of being one-dimensional. He said, it's easy to be one-dimensional when that's all that you need. Hard to argue that point. Exactly. So uh, he asks Asuka to respond, and she just proceeds to yell at Naya and Shayna. Calls them very rude, and I believe she calls Naya a big bully. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I thought she said big booty. <laughs> and I swear I thought that's what she said. And then Naya looked like she was like thoroughly offended. Uh okay, that makes sense then. Big bully. Okay. Anyways. I was like, did she just say big booty? It'd have been funny if she said that. Okay. Um, like if they were really comfortable with each other for her to be able to say that. Anyways, uh, so we'll, uh, and then, uh, uh, a lot of people here in chat thought that she said booty too. Maybe, maybe she did. I don't know. I don't know. It could, I could see it either way though. They're similar words. Um, anyways, uh, so MVP proceeds to go to Shayna Baszler cause it's all breaking down. Uh, and he says, how, how will your skill set help you? And, uh, she busts out some Latin says opera non verba. Meaning, I think uh, I let my actions speak for themselves or something. Uh, or I like music in a theater-esque setting. I don't know. Yes, arias and uh, uh, and such. Falsettos. Um, anyways. Sopranos. Yeah, there you go. So the three uh, tenors. Shayna says she does all her talking with her actions, and that's what makes her different from anyone else in the match. Asuka starts yelling at Shayna. They get up. They have a stare down, and they do the thing where Nia's just sitting there, and she's like, oh, I wonder how this is going to play out. Double kicks to Nia Jax. Yeah, kick her out of the ring, yeah. She tumbles over, goes rolling out the ring, and then uh, they start getting into it, and MVP has to hold him back. He starts chuckling. He's laughing. He's, He's like, hold laughing. on. It, it, it seemed like the kind of thing where he was just having a really good time being in the ring. Yeah. And so he couldn't help but laugh. Uh, yeah, but he, he was, was like, yeah. Like he was having a ball, man. He was having a good time. He was like, save it for the save it for the match. Um, so yeah, all in all, I thought fight, that, was, yeah. that was a pretty decent segment, to be honest with you. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move 
fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, we had the, uh, what is it, the last chance money in the bank gauntlet match. Is that gauntlet what they called match, it? match qualifier thing, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of people in this particular gauntlet. There was a lot, and they left it open-ended. They didn't announce how many people were going to be in it in advance. I don't really think they knew, to be honest with you. They were just like, hey, uh, well, Titus, think, you're up. I Akira, think they would, you're up. Probably no, because they didn't know, know how many people to bring to the Performance Center. Mm-hmm. Essential personnel, man. Started off with Bobby Lashley. He went pretty deep, man. He uh, took out Titus O'Neil very quickly with the spear. Yeah, and then and then Akira Tozawa, maybe quicker. Shelton uh, Benjamin put up a good fight. Um, yeah, he had a blockbuster. But, Lashley kind of no-sold it. More offense. Lashley shook it off. Threw him around Lashley no-sold basically everything Shelton did. What's that? So Lashley basically no-sold uh, like all of Shelton's offense throughout this entire match. Well, yeah, but then like Shelton was able to get him like outside the ring, like he was able to disorient him a little bit, but in a little the end, bit, but it didn't matter. Easily shook it off. Yeah, this next bit was kind of weird. So Carrillo's next out after Lashley pinned Shelton following Spear. Carrillo comes out. There's some back and forth, and the way commentary is portraying it is that Lashley is like losing his cool. Yeah. So he's in the corner kicking the hell out of Carrillo, and the ref's like, "Hey, five count, break it up." And then Lashley uh, dares puts his hands on the official, and the ref's like, "All right, you touch me, you're disqualified." And goes and tells you, "Reignance, you're disqualified." And so he's DQ'd. He lost by DQ. Yeah, that was. I understand pretty lame. you want to show what's that? That was pretty lame. Yeah, it was lame. Yeah, you see people get away with a lot more and not get DQ'd. He's a former ECW World Champion, you know. He's a former Impact World Champion. Uh, true. He's got Sorry. a great record at Bellator. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, so yeah, uh, he gets DQ'd, and then he gets pissed off, and then he beats the living crap out of Umberto. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say Umberto Del Rio. <laughs> Umberto Carrillo uh, falls out with a spear. Refs in. They come in. They break it up. They're like, hey, get out of here. But the damage is done. Uh, and then yeah. Angel Garza comes out, and I swear to God, at just a snail's pace, he comes along. Now, I get the idea of this. He's an arrogant heel. He knows Umberto better than anybody because they're family, they're familia. Uh, but, man, you, this oh, is. You hustle down there like you're trying to cash in money in the bank itself. The, yeah, this is your chance at like a unique opportunity. 82% of people cash in successfully with money in the bank. Yeah, uh, and so, yeah. And so, Umberto actually takes it to Angel Garza by the time Garza gets around to actually fighting him. Uh, mm-hmm. And then he gets the pin off a sunset flip. So, yeah. so idiot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Garza sent up for the wing clipper. Korea blocks it. Sunset flip. Win next. Awesome theory. He gets another crack at it. Uh, just as successful as first time. Didn't win. Um, in fact, he hits the superplex. You think a move that would be utilized to his own advantage. However, Creo, upon impact, cradles him up to get the W. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then the last participant out one uh alan jones aj styles uh he just does what uh garza probably should have done is just go right after him mm-hmm. attacks the leg attacks the leg and attacks the legs more eventually gets a, a pump handle gut buster follows that up with a calf crusher Carrillo taps and afterwards 
uh, AJ just for good measure because he wanted to wrestle some more. Rams Creo's leg in the ring post a few times. Gets on the mic and says, not a zombie, not a ghost. <laughs> it's me, AJ Styles. Says Boo. he got buried. This, speaking of lame, I got buried, so what? It doesn't mean I lost anything because there's no rules in a Boneyard match. So not only does he no-sell getting buried alive, uh, he no-sells his own loss at the match. Yeah, I'm okay with that. He's a man of pride. What is he What is he supposed to say? Come out there, I lost clean and fair. He buried me. No, nah, man, he's a bad guy. He's you know, got you pride. Have to say, here's the thing. You have to say anything about the winner losing the Boneyard match at all. I need a better explanation why how you managed to dig yourself up out of the ground. Yeah, that's not a bit. You know that's what, really bugged me. He didn't, by the he'd... fact, he's like it's like he tried to pull a fast one where he's like, "Oh, I got buried. So what? I'm gonna change the conversation so you don't pay attention to the fact that I offer up no explanation of why I'm even here." Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't disagree with you necessarily. I was kind of bummed he didn't mention Gals and Anderson being kicked out of the WWE. Yeah, no. Um, that kind of sucked. Yeah. Um, Anyways, but, he said he's willing to do anything to get money in the bank, including throwing someone off Titan Towers. I guess a better way to go. Yeah, I get that. But I, I get they just wanted to make sure that he was still heel heel. Because here's the problem, man. If you start talking about this is the problem. Explaining how you crawled, you scratched and crawled your way out of six feet of dirt is like a face thing, man. That's no, the problem he, with that. Gallows and Anderson were there. They just could have dug him out. He can't talk about them. They've been released. How about the, Their persona is non grata. No, that's what you do. You say, little Undertaker know that I had a straw in my jeans I was wearing, and as soon as I hit the dirt, I stuck that straw in my mouth, so when the dirt fell on me, I was I gave myself a way to breathe through all that dirt. He had a six-foot straw? Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, his hand was poking out of the dirt in the end. Oh, he wasn't obviously six feet deep, unless he's got, like, go-go gadget arms. <laughs> So obviously it's not difficult to think that he just started like doing this a lot. I guess so. Yeah, he's got a hand sticking out. He can just rotate it, start going <laughs> back and forth real quick, like. And then start shoving exactly, the dirt exactly. It's really, he was only paving like eighteen inches mm-hmm. down into the dirt. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, he says, "Yeah, I'm gonna throw someone off Titan Towers." Uh, none of the matches been through what I've been through or seen what I've seen. So maybe he's he's inferring that he's seen some serious stuff while being buried a lot. Yeah, dude, absolutely. I don't know. You know, maybe Boom Studios will do a comic book about that. There you go. How he like actually go. dies and then goes to the what River Stygian. What was that one movie where someone got was buried alive? Uh, was it an Oliver Stone Ryan movie? Was in a movie? No, mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds was in it. Movie where he's buried alive. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. He's like in a telephone booth or something. I That's a different. One. I remember it. Yeah. Why would you watch? I'm buried. not a. It's called Buried. Oh, that makes sense. Buried. Buried. How did he get out? Well, I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it. Nobody's going to watch and that also, shit. I don't know. Can you just go to the end of the plot section? Sure. Okay, while well, you do that, after that, Seth Rollins has an interview. And uh, he's t- he's being very sort of Jericho 2009 Anton Shigura slow talker guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's like, how do I beat a dominant champ like Drew? <clears throat> he's the guy who's going to take the company. I'm the guy who's going to take the company in the future. So the question is, how am I preparing for my destiny? He said he's trying to save Drew. His destiny will become reality when he stands in the ring, handheld high, when he's proclaimed champion. Um, it yeah. was pretty effective stuff. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. Did you find out how he got out of the hole? No, it was too many words. Oh, yeah. That's annoying when that happens. Yeah, too many words. Just give me 
three three words. Too long, four. didn't read. Yeah, exactly. Uh, next, we have, see Shane Thorne and Brendan Vink backstage. Thorne's taping up. MVP walks up to him. He said, I got one final word of encouragement for you gentlemen. Suck great it. moments are born from great opportunity. And Vink's like, hey, isn't that just a speech for Miracle? Which the one's movie. Miracle? That's Miracle on Ice. That's the hockey one. Oh, okay. Um, and MVP's like, yeah, uh, inspirational stuff, whatever. Uh, Thorne says he knows what it's like to lose to those guys, Cedric and Ricochet. It's not going to happen again. And Ving, Ving, Vink said something to punctuate it. That was pretty good. I don't remember what it was offhand. He seemed fine. He said something like, uh, he's really tall. Oh, yeah, he's 6'5". He There's yeah. no way they're going to take Thorne and the 6'5 six, the six guy. Oh, piss sure. off ghosts. All right, fine. Uh, apparently, Edge and Randy Orton aren't done fighting. They're going to be on Raw next week. Yeah, this was kind of uh, weird, wasn't it? Like... I was like, are they just replaying their WrestleMania match? This sucks, man. WWE spent like a shit ton of money on Edge, and then like they can't use him right now at all. Like he had that Mania match, which sadly everybody peed on because it was like five hours long. Yeah, it was way too long. And then now they're just gonna come back and do like a regular like empty arena match. They're gonna do a, a, a bridge version of that bout. Yeah, I guess so, huh? So I mean, they don't fight. Know. They didn't say anything about fighting. They said they're gonna be there. Oh, I thought later on they said they're going to fight. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that seems unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, it was like they did that at Mania. They, they fought gonna, a lot. Are they going to fight each other? Are they going to fight together as rated, R, uh, rated RKO? Swear it said together. Orton versus Edge next week on Raw. No, I just thought they were going to be on there anyways. Shows how much I was paying attention. Uh, next, uh, uh, Make-A-Wish video package. And then after that, a Murphy interview. Uh, he's asked, why have you been so loyal to Seth? And he says, because Seth took him under his wing when it benefited both of them. And he's learned and developed a lot since then. And says, you know, maybe one day I'll uh, you'll be better than Seth. But that's later. Tonight, I think Seth can beat Drew, but I know I can beat him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't really work out that way for old buddy, though. Nope. Uh, then we get Shane Thorne and Brendan Vink versus Ricochet, Cedric Alexander. We talked about the finish of this match, uh, the opening of the show. Really surprising. They had uh, Ricochet eat the pin. Sequence was great to end, so Thorne hits Cannonball Cedric. He turns around. He eats a super kick from Ricochet. Ricochet then turns around. He eats a massive boot from Vink. Vink gets the cover. Vink gets the win. And then I texted you, FFS. And I said, that that was a weird finish to that match. Yeah, that was bizarre. And then I texted you a picture of uh, Finn Balor from, like, ages ago. It looked like two, well, the day of the poster was 2007 or 2008. Yeah. In the background. He looks super goofy. Anyways. He has like bleach blonde hair and then like a, a white jacket and then like his lips are super red. I don't know what he was going for there. Didn't work. Anyways, after that we had a really long match: Street Profits versus Viking Raiders. It was non- good, I thought it was pretty good. No, it was a fantastic match. It was just really long, and uh, it was non-title. So like, it really didn't. I only mean- realized that after after uh, Viking Raiders won. I'm like, oh, they won the titles. They didn't. Okay, I didn't want to come off like an idiot because I thought the exact same thing. I thought last week when they challenged them, I thought it was set up to be a tag title match. I thought too. But then again, I thought I I, I thought Drew uh, McIntyre won the U.S. title too a few weeks back from Andrade. So <laughs> you're just plugging in all these stipulations of your own, man. Pretty I like much, it, man. I like it. You're using your imagination want, to fuel these empty arena episodes. Belts to change hands, man. Yeah, something needs to happen. These Raws need to be more unpredictable. I agree. 
I know. Uh, but anyways, so yeah, no, it was it was a fun match. I thought for sure. So Montez must be made of some sort of rubbery material because when he got uh, was like a back body dropped or something, and he oh, landed yeah, it, yeah. he stuck the landing on it. But his leg, like his ankle, like looked like it was bending, like because it was a s- stiff landing. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it looked nasty. But he was fine. Yeah, what talking about. Yeah, I mean, it, it was like fun. early in the match too. Yeah, it's the very beginning because he does that, and uh, before the match, uh, Street Profits had a promo uh, talk about the Performance Center where the Street Profits were born. Um, and he said, ever since the War Raiders, War Machine signed with WB, uh, Profits have been chasing them, but the chase ends tonight. So then, yeah, that move was belly to back. Ford flips out of it, and he and Dawkins are, are having a laugh about how awesome it is. And then Ray Rowe comes over and just knocks Dawkins right off the apron. Uh, War Raiders are control for all. There's a lot of good back and forth in this match, and specifically, it seemed like whenever Dawkins got in the ring, uh, he can match up well with the Viking Raiders' power. Mm-hmm. And then whenever Ford got in, uh, the Viking Raiders would kind of make a comeback and regain the advantage. It was a good back and forth, and it was pretty f- cool that towards the end, a belly-to-back suplex uh, played a role in things. They went back around to it. Uh, Ford tried one on Hanson, couldn't do it because Hanson's massive. Uh, Hanson tries for a belly-to-back on Ford. He flips out again. Gets tagged Dawkins, double belly to back, and then uh, Dawkins did another belly to back, and Ford did a moonsault off it. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Gets mm-hmm. to two. End of the day, though, War Raiders they hit Viking experience to get the win. Yeah, so that guarantees they're going to eat the loss at Money in the Bank if that happens. You got so, that right. Like a couple of people, like a bunch of people in chat, sort of agree with us that we thought that everybody thought it was going to be a title match. Uh, Nielsen eighty two said, "I think they said it was, then changed it on Twitter or something later." I have no verification of that. It wouldn't surprise me at all if that was the truth, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. WWE does uh, weird next, stuff like that. They do. Drew had an interview next, calls a buddy, confused young man, very vulnerable. Said he's talented, but if he's willing to sacrifice for his Messiah, and his Messiah is willing to, for his disciple to be sacrificed, then who is Drew to deny people a good slaughtering? Ouch. And that's pretty much exactly what we got tonight. Yeah, he pretty destroyed much. Buddy. Pretty he much. destroyed Buddy. Next, Viking Raiders interview. I felt like Ray Rowe was very much Viking Raiders old school, and Hanson wanted to be uh, 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 Viking Raiders. The SUV guy, no, he was talking he like was a normal. He was talking like a he Lebowski. Was super casual. Yeah. Super casual. <laughs> so they're asked, uh, to what do they owe their success? Rowe says, it's not success, it's dominance. And Hanson goes, yeah, we respect the Street Profits. We even like them a little bit. We even, what Viking ever says we even like them a little bit? And it seemed like a Viking thing to say, unless he's talking about uh, like another Viking. Um, even then, probably not. Uh, he says, we're just better. And then Ray Rose says something about extinguishing the smoke. They should be stoner Vikings. There That'd be cool. That'd get over big no, time. It's, they should be techno Vikings. <laughs> there is but one techno Viking, man. Nobody can be techno Viking except for that one guy. Did, I ever, did you ever read that interview with that dude? Mm-mm. Like he was very elusive for the longest time. And then oh, yeah. somebody tracked him down. And to see him now, he's like the geekiest looking. I think he's like a like a, a, a botanist or something crazy like that. Hmm. He's just like a normal dude who just loved to dance and was jack ripped and uh, had like a whole following, like a Jesus like following in the middle of the street one day. Yeah, man. But then he was all embarrassed by it and stuff. That was one of the most bizarre videos I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, man. Yeah. I remember watching that. I was like, yeah. wow, this is something else. 
the early days of uh, e-bombs world there you go alistair had a promo next uh he says uh, uh he wants aj to tell everyone how it felt to be buried uh six feet deep all alone that darkness clawing for a way out being swallowed by darkness and he says obviously to make you more humble because uh, aj is talking about throwing alistair off a building next sunday he says if you somehow manage to do that pray that alistair doesn't make it back up because if he does he's getting that contract if he gets thrown off the building and makes it back up, we're talking about Jesus figures. Uh, <laughs> Alistair Black goes towards the top of that list. Yeah. AJ will wish he was buried deeper than just six feet. I hope they go all out with this shit. Like, Alistair gets thrown off, but then he poofs into, like, a black smoke, and he comes back up, and he, like, He's rematerializes. from Lost. Exactly. That'd be rad. Uh, next, we had a Ray promo. He says, "Usually, I've been. He says, I've been WWE so long. I usually know what to expect in any match, except not this year's Money in the Bank. He went to sell the the show. How so different?" Uh, he says, "I know I don't have that many title shots left, so this year the risk is of the match is worth the reward." He talked about getting tossed off the building too. I like that he got someone's totally going off. I like that. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, totally. Uh, it's got to be Baron. Um, oh, yeah. I appreciate that, and it's got to be a it's got to be Elias throwing Baron off, right? Because that's actually yes. some pretty damn good long term storytelling, right there. Yes. Um, well, by WWE standards, long term, yeah. That's all you can ask for these days. It's like a month. <laughs> uh, any amount of refer of, of like stuff that references what has been done before, I'm happy with. I'm willing to declare that you know the storytelling, the great American novel of wrestling at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I like that Ray was talking about how it took this match for him to realize there are fewer days ahead than behind. <laughs> I was like, you're like 50,000 years old. Yeah, he's Although, a lot of mileage on him. with stem cell therapy, apparently you can, uh, you know, it's the fountain of youth. Apparently. Yeah. Uh, after sure that, it came out. Go yeah. Ahead. Uh, so she called herself the hardest working woman in any industry. Uh, in that she works two days a week. <laughs> she said, I work Mondays and Wednesdays. I'm like, you know what, asshole? My wife works five days a, work, a week and not in 15-minute bouts. <laughs> about all the, the, the women out there who are, are working in the, the health care field these days, working yeah. 12, 14 hours a day, five, six days a week. Yeah. You are literally probably the least hardworking person <laughs> in any industry. Anyways, uh, so yeah, she talks about working two days a week. She hypes the match against Io <laughs> Shirai on Wednesday. Liv Morgan awkwardly stumbles to the ramp, asks Charlotte if she remembers who she is. Charlotte's like, yeah, I don't know who you are. And Liv's like, Charlotte thinks that Liv just wants attention. She wants to be taken seriously. <clears throat> Liv is all talking crap about having a silver spoon uh, in her mouth from birth. Said sooner or later she's going to be champion. Charlotte's mm -hmm. like, she hammers this home. Liv, you don't even know who you are. Charlotte, does, I do know who I am. And yeah. uh, You're so, going to bow before the queen woo. Yeah, anyways, they're about to have a match. Before that, we got a Jinder Mahal video package. Where? Why wasn't oh. he in this uh, gauntlet match? Yeah, no, he should have won it. They want to keep him strong, I guess. Heck yeah, man. You so they it. don't have him in anything. Ginger, we want to keep you looking strong. Okay, so who am I going to beat? Uh, we're not going to have you on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Say again. And then next week, you're going to fight Akira Tozawa again. Yeah, but I beat him before. Uh-huh. Dominance. Uh -huh. Yeah, twice. Makes you twice as strong. Yeah. 
Okay, whatever. You can like you can say, well, does Akira like actually won a match on Raw? Well, you beat him twice. <laughs> you can't you can't look bad <laughs> beating him twice. Uh, anyway, Charlotte and Liv put on a pretty fun match. This is actually a pretty good match. Yeah, I like this. I like yeah, that man. all of Liv's power moves come off of Irish whips. Yeah, everything she does that's like kind of cool and powerful, it's all like springboardy stuff off the ropes. Kind of mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, that super code breaker she hit off the top was great. Yeah, it was neat. That was awesome. I got her a two count. She tries another pin. Charlotte kicks out. Liv goes for a finish. That uh, springboard flatliner. Charlotte catches her. Locks into figure eight. Liv taps out. Fun match, though. It's really fun. Yeah, it was good stuff. After that, we had our main event. Main event. Drew McIntyre versus uh, Bud Murphy. Bud Murphy. 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 And uh, Seth Rollins was standing at the at the ramp to just watch him, uh, watch Murphy, watch yeah, the disciple just... get his ass beat. Man, Drew was laying the lumber on Murphy. Big time, yeah. He was beating the hell out of him. And anytime Murphy got some offense together for cover, Drew would kick out a one. Mm-hmm. A yeah, one. they booked Drew uh, so strong. I love it. So many times have champ, someone's won the title, and they're booked like a mid-carter. Yeah, right, yeah. Drew was booked as a dominant champion, how it should be. It's great. Totally, great. yeah. So at the end, Buddy's mocking Drew's uh, Claymore countdown. Uh, Drew gets up, Claymore's the hell out of him, mm-hmm. wins. So at this point, Seth had already started creeping down closer to the ring. He walks up, so he's at the top of the ring steps. Drew's in the middle of the ring and says, get in. So Seth gets on the apron. And Drew says, come on, let's fight. I don't want to wait. Let's just fight now. And Drew says, here, I'm on my knees. Get in here. I'll stay here. If you just get you in here to fight me. And so Seth makes a move to get in the ring, and then he just hops off the apron. It looks like he's walking backstage. So Drew's doing his poses. Looks like he was talking to commentary, maybe. Turns around, bang, super kick from Seth. And then he tells uh, Drew, hey, this match isn't about either of them. He picks up the title, stares at it for a bit, drops it, goes for a stomp. Drew gets up, hits him with the headbutt. Goes for a Claymore. Seth rolls out of the ring. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. And there you go. There's your... uh... Yeah, Seth realized. Statement. Oh crap! Go home, Math. I, I'm supposed to lose on Sunday, so let me uh, let me go back down there and get the upper hand briefly. Mm-hmm. But even even with that, they didn't make Drew look too bad or anything. Let me do some questions. Yeah, let's do some questions. Uh, are you? Do you want to do Patreon or do you want to do Twitch? I'm already on Twitch, so okay, Twitch, cool. I suppose. All right. Uh, Dang MQ says, "Kayfabe, how does John Cena come back after his disappearance?" They didn't bother coming up with any sort of explanation for AJ, so I don't think they would for Cena either. Fun fact, I totally forgot to actually hit publish on the damn uh, Raw QA thread. Oh, wow. I thought I was, uh, I think I went to go find like a, a cool image to put on there, and then I just didn't do any of that. <laughs> All right, well, fair enough. <laughs> Whoops. On them, we would like to wish Ricochet the best in his future endeavors. Well, I mean, apparently that's, that offer's out there that if you want to walk, you can you can leave. So who knows if uh, Ricochet would even take him up on the offer? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He might be. He might be one of the guys that they're like, no, nah, we don't want you to go anywhere. Could be. Could be. Yeah, who knows? I'm gonna uh, go to the Loathen. Discord. If anybody's on All the right. Discord ans- asking questions, Fear and Loathen asked, did they partially spoil the woman's money in the bank by saying Becky will confront her on Raw next week. They didn't just say Becky will. That's actually a good point. They said Becky Lynch will be on Raw next week to confront and annihilate. Or they didn't use annihilate, but they said something like that. They said Becky's going to go and like destroy whoever shows whoever shows up as money in the well, bank. Who's, who's from SmackDown is in the match? It's Carmella, Dana, and Lacey Evans. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's going to be... I, I kind of have a theory for that. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Shayna winning Money in the Bank because Shayna yeah. lost to Becky, so she doesn't really have a road back unless it's Money in the Bank. Nia mm-hmm. hasn't... She she hasn't lost to Becky Lynch or she hasn't like fought her recently since she's come yeah. back anyways. So yeah. like she has a path directly to her as her next opponent, they have a tough match. Shayna comes in, uh, and because uh, does Becky have an opponent for Money in the Bank? She doesn't, huh? So I mean, they could do it whenever. Um, yeah. So Shayna cashes in after a Nia Jax match. So I think that Shayna's going to win it. That makes sense. Fear and Loathing was tonight rock bottom for Ricochet. Um, if there's no story in place for after this, then yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah, yes, probably. I mean, it's Brandon Vink. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, today. Okay, cool. Yeah, Snake Sosa, FC champ. Is Vince really mad at Roman when he wasn't shown in the Money in the Bank number one highlight? Yeah, oh, that's in without showing Roman. interesting. How did that? I sort of turned away when that was happening because I was there. I didn't notice it either when it when it, when it aired. But I, I mean, literally, didn't they have to show? Did they show the pin? Yeah, beating a pin? I guess not. I think they might have just um, showed him running down the ring. I saw that part. Maybe just holding the title, maybe. Wow. I know. Man. 
Uh, uh, Dang MQ here, going back to our, our pre-show chat about uh, Steve's uh, might have something going on sometime this week that you might want to tune into. Yeah. Um, uh, potential thing to, to, to study up on. Women Batista smash in reverse order. <laughs> oh, man. I just have to look at his Twitter feed. There you go. He's Mr. all Forbes, over that. Do you, do you think Seth needs new music for his new gimmick? His current theme doesn't really work for me with what he's doing now. I agree. No, man. You know why they, they shouldn't do that? His theme is fine. They're, because they'd give him some, like, you know, what are they called? The monk, the Gregorian monks. Mm-hmm. They'd give him some crap like that. That's just over the top. No, don't do that. Just keep it the way it is. It works if you're a healer face. Austin the Adventured One. You get to shoot the Money in the Bank match, but it has to be feature-length movie. What is the final product you present? So, like, describe the movie you'd make for Money in the Bank. Um, I would make it like, uh, I'd try to make it like Wolf of Wall Street. And one of the characters would be, like, up there on the ladder. And somebody would be trying to get him off. And he'd say, I'm not leaving. <laughs> I thought you were going to do the bit where, he's, where the whoever's up there goes, perfect. Uh, no, but that would happen, too. Uh, glamorous jars. What shall I am always make for making new stars? Nobody with job or entrance should win. Do you, do you see Ricochet or Cedric leaving soon? Oh, wait a wait a second. Did Shane Thorne and Vink? They had a theme song at least. Yeah, they had a theme Shane, song. Uh, Shane's theme song. Yeah. Did we see them walk down though? I thought so. I was behind, so I was kind of skipping ahead on some stuff. Man, if they didn't even oof, wow. Uh, Nielsen A2, Papa Power Rank, who will cameo in the Money in the Bank ladder match? Uh, who will cameo in the Money Hopefully in the Bank Vince. ladder match? Hopefully Vince. Uh, yeah, that's all I want. I just want to see Vince. Vince and his dinosaur. Greg Morris. Uh, Steve, what were Brock's first five matches after his re-debut in 2012? Oh, good question. Uh, Cena was his first one. Wait, that wasn't the Cena, the SummerSlam one. No, no, that I was twenty fourteen. Return match in twenty twelve. Uh, I know he fought. Didn't he fight Triple H at Twice. Mania twenty thirteen? That sounds right. Or is that twenty fourteen? And then Undertaker so at some point. Cena, Cena won the belt from Rock Mania 2012, right? And then his first like major feud with Brock, I thought. Yeah, I don't know. He he had two matches against Triple H, one match against Cena. Mhm. So that'd been yeah, and then probably Undertaker. Yeah. Uh wait, did he have a he had a punk match? That was after. No, you're right. He had a punk that match was before. That was yeah. before Taker. Uh, Mr. Uh, Lipkin, recast Star Trek Picard. I hate recasting questions, but I like Mr. Lipkin, so I'll do this. Recast Star Trek Picard with wrestlers that are going to (laughs) leave. No, it's always Mr. Lipkin, I think, that does these damn who's going to leave WWE for A or the other way around, AEW to WWE. No, I'm not answering those questions. All right. Tato, for real, did you notice Liv stumbling on her promo? about to say that Charlotte had to spoon up her ass, but corrected herself by saying mouth. That was intentional. Oh, that was intentional. Yeah, yeah. it's totally intentional. Yeah. Because she uh, didn't want to, she, she about, caught herself cursing. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Miller mentions the uh, removal of Reigns from the Seth Cashin. 
um, Roy Rogers, 92. Today, a friend told me that he is watching the Big Show's show because he knows him and he hates wrestling. Which other wrestlers do you think is a bigger outside of the wrestling, bigger outside the wrestling world with us? The wrestling world with us, no, not in it, maybe not in it. Wait, what's the question? Today, a friend told me that he is watching the Big Show show because he knows him and he hates wrestling. Hmm. What other wrestlers do you think are bigger outside of the wrestling world with us? No, in it, with uh, us not knowing it. I don't know. I, I so like what other wrestlers do? I guess what other wrestlers do we think are have a like people know about on the outside world that aren't like in the know that we, that we find that unexpected. Yeah. Um, so everybody knows who John Cena is for the most part, but then apparently nobody knows who Roman Reigns is. Um, I'm guessing a lot of people know who Dave Batista is now. Yeah, probably. Um, I don't know how many people know who Becky Lynch is. I, who do you think? Who do you think people know more, Charlotte Flair or Becky Lynch? Oh, Becky Lynch. Becky you think Lynch so? ESPN commercials. Yeah. Eh, I don't yeah. know about that. Yeah, I don't I know about so. that. I think so. Uh, on Dem says the screen went black. Oh, they blacked out the screen during the pin. The Roman what? That's did you just hear this hear the count then? Oh, did they do like a dramatic thing to cover maybe. Roman? Man, maybe Russell Talk is onto something. Hot maybe. heat. Maybe. On Roman. Well, I mean, given that I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like if, if he's not gonna be back for a year, whenever yeah. vaccine is around and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean Still, it's kinda, you can show him getting that's lame. Yeah, that's uh, that's weird. That's weird. weird. It is weird. Glamorous is he still on WWE.com or like is it, you know. Is he in the alumni section? Is it like Brock, you know, on the network, Brock Lesnar in singles action? <laughs> uh, glamorous Jar is a follow-up to Steve from a comment a month ago. Jinder might have fallen far after he lost the W championship, but Ricochet has now fallen a lot farther. Oh, so man, I don't made. know. Jinder fell to like. I don't know that he was ever on main event necessarily, but he was the main event. And as soon as he lost the title, usually it's a fairly slow descent. You go like, you know, you're still in the main event for a while. You lose, lose, lose. You fall to the upper mid card and you go down. He went. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, White Brownie suggests top 10 bulges in gaming. Um, or wrestling. Sorry, not gaming. Wrestling. It's a flashback to 2013 there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> In gaming, yeah, there you go. Uh, let's see here. I'm looking at Roman Reigns' profile on WWE.com. Well, that's a good question. Diehard Homer, who would you rather have on talk is Jericho, Seth, or Roman? Roman? 100% Roman. Why? Uh, I mean, I just feel like he's, he, he'd, be a more, he'd be more of a straight shooter. And I don't think there'd be bitterness with with Roman. He would just give you like the story from his perspective. And I feel like Seth would tailor the narrative and be bitter about it if he were on. I don't know why he would be on. I'm like assuming he they leave WB or whatever, and they're on Talk is Jericho. I think knowing the ins and outs of the Roman Reigns experiment from his perspective would be fascinating. 
Yeah. Okay. That's a good answer. Uh, Machine Aries wrestlers that Vince McMahon blacklisted in reverse chronological order. <laughs> Stevie Bradley says Big Show heel turns reverse chronological order. Oh my god, be too many. Uh, it's I stream 2K. If Becky Lynch takes extended time off, who should her first feud back be against, and how long, if at all, should she be out of the title picture? If she takes some time off, um, I don't know. I mean, how if if Shayna beats her and she if Shayna cashes in and she she like quantum leaps out, you know, have her be gone till I don't know. Mania. I would. I'd say like or B- Survivor Mania. Series. Like, I don't know have how much her, time she wants to take off. And that's what you do. Uh, uh, surprise entry and the Rumble, have her win it. Yeah, okay. That'd be big. I just don't know if they don't, like, if, if she takes off. Let's say she takes off at SummerSlam. Yeah. Then, yeah, SummerSlam to Mania or Five SummerSlam months. to Rumble. That's not that bad. Five months. That makes sense. That could that could make sense. Um, Asian Murr would love a segment with Vince and the puppets from Firefly Funhouse. I assume that's for Money in the Bank. That'd be kind of that'd be kind of weird, wouldn't it? I mean, that'd be cool, but like they exist in a different universe. I think that's true. But all right, any more? No, that's it. All right. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow with a news brief, and uh, until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that. And find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.